I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, the headlines across the country proclaim that Republicans are trapped in the politics of former President Donald Trump and that the grand old party is now a party devoid of ideas, devoid of policy. But digging into the polling data just a little bit deeper suggests something a little bit different. So let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So it is time to think again. And when it comes to data and polling, the guy who helps us think again better is our good friend, independent pollster Scott Rasmussen, joining us today from Florida. Scott, how are you doing on a Monday? I'm doing great. It's a good day. <laughs> All right. So the storyline really has been uh, perpetuated uh, kind of across the political spectrum in terms of uh, media outlets. Uh, that Republicans are just uh, divided. It's become all political, all former President Trump. Uh, but your latest polling suggests uh, something a little bit different. Tell us about that. Well, yes, and a big part of this uh, this dialogue that you're describing assumes that the Republicans don't have any policy ideas or that President Trump didn't have some policy ideas that people supported. It's as if he made up this personality cult uh, without anything else being there. Now, it's true that President Trump uh, has a huge personality. He is a presence. But the movement, the, the desire to pursue some issues began before uh, he gave voice to it. And right now, 31 percent of voters across the country say that if they had a choice between four candidates who have equal skills and temperament, they'd want somebody who would pursue policies like President Trump. Uh, and that's more than any other segment of the population. Twenty one percent would like a Sanders like uh, Bernie Sanders like populist approach. Twenty one percent would like to see a traditional Democratic policy approach. And by the way, just 17% want to see traditional Republican policies. So there's a, there's a lot of movement because what do you do if, you're, if you want traditional Republican policies? What do you do if you have a choice between a Trump-like Republican and a traditional Democrat? Uh, these people are conflicted and divided, but so are many other people across the political spectrum. Yeah, and I think that's so fascinating that you went at this uh, kind of taking the things off the table. If it was equal skills and and equal temperament, uh, the, then the policy issue actually tilts towards the former president. Right, and again, this presents the idea that there was some there was a movement in the country of people who felt like official Washington was ignoring them or had a condescending attitude toward them. And, and a lot of these people had the idea that that Republicans uh, talked nice to them when they came home to the district, and then they went home, and then they went back to Washington and became part of uh, what we now call the swamp. But again, the, the sense here, and, and really if you hear the, a lot of the political commentary, it's that Republicans are in trouble because 
uh, they need to attract moderates. And, you know, as long as Donald Trump is a big part of the story, they can't do that. And it's true. Uh, there are a lot of people who uh, who might even like a lot of President Trump's policies, but they couldn't vote for him. Uh, the Republicans, though, have some other challenges, because if, uh, if another candidate comes up and is pursuing some of those policies, but he's not Donald Trump or supported by Donald Trump, well, 16 percent of them say they're not going to vote for that candidate. And if they stay home, the GOP is in big trouble. Um, so on the one hand, you've got this, you know, you've got some people on the more moderate side of the Republican policy. They're not sure if they're going to vote for a Republican candidate. You've got people on the other side, the Trump side of the divide, not sure if they're going to turn out and vote. And that sounds pretty dismal until you realize, <laughs> dismal for Republicans, until you realize Democrats have the same divide. That's right. So let's, so let's break that down just a little bit because uh, I, I could hear our uh, uh, listeners uh, on the left side of the aisle cheering and saying, oh, yes, this is good. This is good. Uh, but once again, they must also think again because the Democrats also have some some trouble. That's right. And in fact, uh, the Republican policy, whatever the whatever the disputes are, the dispute within the Republican Party over policies is over. I mean, Republicans overwhelmingly support Trump-like policies and more populist uh, approach to governing. Uh, Democrats are evenly divided between those who would support traditional Democratic policies um, and those who uh, would support more populist Bernie Sanders type of policies. And when you start to break that down, again, you get into these trade-offs. Um, you know, what do you do if you're traditional Democrat and your support, you're, you don't, and you have a choice between a Sanders-like candidate or a traditional Republican. Well, only 69% of them say they'd stick with the Democrats. Mm. Um, you know, so all of a sudden you've got some wavering there. Uh, those who support Bernie Sanders' policies, 14% of them are open to voting for a Trump-like candidate over a traditional Democrat. When I put all of these numbers together. What you see is we're in a very fluid situation. Uh, right now, 34% of voters are largely committed to voting for a Republican candidate, whether it's a Trump-like or a traditional Republican candidate. Uh, roughly the same number, 32%, are just as ready to vote for any Democrat. But the rest, basically a third of all voters, are kind of looking for a message and a team to believe in. And uh, these people are going to be up for grabs over the coming years. And you and I have talked many times. I think politics is going to be unsettled and look a lot different four or eight years from now. Um, and it's going to be finding ways to reach these people who are disconnected with uh, traditional party politics. Yeah, great analysis as always, Scott Rasmussen. Appreciate uh, you joining us on a Monday. Uh, you can read Scott's piece at Deseret.com and uh, check out his polling as well. Uh, Scott, always appreciate the insight. It, it is going to be a turbulent ride, uh, to say the least. It, that's for sure. Thank you, boy. <laughs> All right. And yeah, that's Scott Rasmussen joining us. And I just think it's fascinating to to look at those numbers and realize that on policy, the Republicans seem to have settled on policies that were very much along the line of President Trump. The Democrats uh, are, are struggling in some different areas in terms of their unity. But the thing that's most fascinating and I think the most important takeaway is that while about 34 percent of voters are largely committed to any Republican candidate for president and 32 percent of Democrats, any Democrat will do. But for the rest of the voters, it's a third. It's 33 percent of the electorate are looking for something different. 
And that's what we got to think again about. It's this movable middle. And these are people who have disconnected from the Democrats and disconnected from the Republicans. They're looking for something better. They're looking for something that's focused on compassion and community, self-reliance and upward mobility or opportunity. And whoever gets to that message first, whoever gets to that message best, uh, is going to win, whether that's in 2022 or 2024 or beyond. Uh, there is a big shift happening. Uh, it's not Democrats. It's not Republicans. There are a set of policies that work, but it's really getting to the right things. we got to rethink what all of this political stuff means. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.